listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 181, Fed Up with Coworkers Not Helping. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. We're going to do something fun today. We're going to dive in to a question from Ask Abby Anything. And I'll tell you what that is in a moment, but what we're going to be talking about are coworkers who don't help out. Maybe you have that situation at work. The reason I chose this question is because I felt like it would be super relatable to a lot of people. So maybe you have a coworker who doesn't offer to help. They do what they need to for their patients. And then everyone else is running around. Things are crazy. And you think like, it's so obvious we could use your help right now. But they just sit on their phone or on the computer or eat a snack or whatever it is they're doing. And you're like come on, come help us. We need you. So if you've been in that situation, if you felt frustrated or irritated by it, then this is going to help you out today. Okay. So like I mentioned, we're going to dive in to ask Abby anything. And what this is, is it's a feature on Bold Nurse Society that I really love that I think a lot of you probably aren't familiar with. So on the podcast, I talk a lot about what we do in Boulder Society, how we have our monthly classes to help you bring down your stress and to navigate the challenges of nursing and our coaching calls where you get to bring me your real life challenges and I walk you through it. So I mentioned those on the podcast quite a bit, but Ask Abby Anything is a feature that I don't really bring up very often, but it is super helpful. So what it is, is you can write into me a question that you have. It could be anything you're struggling with. You could be like, like this question we're going to look at today. I have a coworker who's not helping out or I'm working on my BSN and I'm nervous about balancing work and family life. Like whatever questions you have, you write into me anonymously and then I write a response back to guide you through it and walk you through it. But here's the cool thing. When I write the response, I don't just post it for you. Like I don't just email you back but it actually gets posted on a catalog in the members area where all the previously asked Abby questions and answers live. So the cool thing is you can go on, any member of Bold Nurse Society can go on and scroll through those questions that have been asked before and see how I answered them. So they might relate to something, right? Like maybe you're going through school right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm really nervous about my grades or I'm really nervous about balancing work and family life. And I see someone ask that question. I want to see what Abby said to them about that. So then you can read that answer. Or you might notice one about your husband playing video games. And you're like, that's been a challenge for me. I feel like he's not helping around the house and he's just playing video games all the time. I wonder what Abby said about that. And so you can just go in and browse through it. And it's really nice because... It gives you, one, just a super convenient way to get some coaching. If you're not bringing it on to one of our coaching calls that we do, maybe you couldn't make it to the call or you forgot to send in a submission before the call or it's in between 
our sessions and you just need that little boost to help you work through where you're feeling stuck, it's a really convenient option for you to get that coaching. But then also, like I said, you can see what other people have asked. And so sometimes maybe there are questions you didn't even think to ask, but you can relate to and get that help and support. So I, I think that's a really awesome feature of Bold Nurse Society. And I wanted to share that with you today by showing you one of these questions that's been asked and how I answered it. So we're going to take a look at this question. I'm going to read through it, and then I'm also going to give my own commentary for the response. So I'll read part of my response to you and then also elaborate on it a little bit more. Sound good? All right, let's do it. So here was the question that was sent in to me. The great thing about our nursing staff is that everyone works great as a team and helps each other out. However, we have one nurse who's always just sitting on her phone for hours, even when those around her are drowning. I sat and thought about it one day and realized I've never seen her offer to help a coworker. I'm not sure if she's oblivious to it or simply doesn't care. I know it bothers others, not just me, and I've thought about having a conversation with her about it, but I'm not sure if I should because at the end of the day, as long as she's doing the bare minimum for her patients, does she really have to do anything else? Great question, right? Most of us can relate to that. Maybe you've had one coworker who does it pretty consistently, or just every now and then you have a coworker who does that, but a lot of us can relate to that, feeling like a coworker should help out more, they're not jumping in, even though a lot of us are really struggling and we think it's pretty obvious, right? So let's talk about it. So I want to read to you what I sent back to them and then I'll elaborate on that even more, okay? So I started by saying, thanks for writing this in. One thing I want you to notice here is the title of your question. And they had titled their question, Frustrated by Coworker Not Helping Out. Okay, frustrated by coworker not helping out. And I said, but really, it's not your coworker being on her phone and not helping out that's making you frustrated. If it were, then every time she pulls out her phone at work, even if you're not there, you would feel some frustration bubble up inside you. So let's talk about that for a second, okay? So a lot of times we think that it's what other people are doing or not doing that make us feel how we do. We think it's because she's on her phone that we feel frustrated. Now, here's the thing with that. When that's what we believe, it becomes really important to change our coworker. And I don't know if you've noticed, but that's really difficult, right? Like we can have conversations and that's what this person was contemplating. Do I want to have a conversation with her about it? And maybe she will change. But if she doesn't, then we think we're stuck just feeling frustrated because she's on her phone and we think that's what's making us feel that frustration. But what I was saying here is that that's not the case. If it were her being on her phone at work, then every time she did that, even if you were in a patient room, you would automatically feel frustrated. You'd be like, oh my gosh, she's on her phone again. I can feel it, right? As I'm here doing this bed change or passing medications. But that doesn't happen, right? We're in a patient's room and then we come out, we see her on her phone sitting at the nurse's station, and then we feel frustrated, not because she's on her phone or else we would have felt that earlier, but because of what we're thinking about it. Now, this is so important, you guys. I know it seems trivial, but it's so important. Like This is everything because 
Like I said, if it were her being on her phone making you feel frustrated, then guess who has the power? She does. She gets to dictate how you feel during your shift. Right? It's like you're a puppet. If she pulls out her phone, it's like someone pulling the puppet strings, like being like, okay, now you're frustrated. Or if she doesn't pull out her phone and she offers to help, then it's like, oh my gosh, I get to feel gratitude this shift. You see how it's all up to her? Like she's the puppet master and you're just the puppet with your emotions and she gets to control how you feel. It's a totally disempowering way to think about it. And it's not true. So what is making you feel frustrated in those moments is when you see her on her phone and you have a whole bunch of thoughts. Now, as we talk about what those thoughts are, I'm not saying you shouldn't have those thoughts. I'm not saying you're wrong for having those thoughts, but we just want to take the ownership. My thoughts are creating my feelings because if I realize that, then I get to control how I feel. It's like I'm taking the puppet strings back over my emotions. I get to be in control of it instead of giving that to my coworker who sounds like maybe not someone you want to give that power to, right? Okay, so here's what I go on to say in Ask Abby Anything. I said, her being on her phone doesn't make you feel anything. What's making you frustrated are all of your thoughts about her being on her phone. So what are those thoughts? Take some time to write them down. Because here's the thing, a lot of times we're not aware of the thoughts going on. They just kind of come in our head and we think, we're just stating facts, right? Like everyone else is frustrated by it. And we've been told teammates should help out. Like it's just stuff that we have ingrained in us as truth. And we don't realize that there are thoughts that we are actually in control of, right? So I said, what are those thoughts? Take a moment to write them down. The moment you see her on her phone, what goes through your mind? What does it mean to you when you see her on her phone? What should she be doing? What does it mean about her that she's not offering to help? Why is that a problem for you? Okay, so we have all these thoughts. When we see someone on their phone or doing something we think they shouldn't be, we have all these thoughts about what it means about them, what it means about our shift, what it means about our job, what it means about our team, how it's a problem for us. We have all these thoughts which are optional. Kind of interesting to notice that, right? And I'm not saying you have to decide not to think them, but we just want to take that power back. These are the thoughts making me feel frustrated. Okay, so just to give you a little bit more evidence that it really is your thoughts. What if your coworker was sitting at the nurse's station and she was on the landline, like the nurse's station phone instead of on her cell phone? You probably wouldn't feel frustrated right? Because you'd be thinking different thoughts. You'd be thinking, oh, she's working. She's talking to a doctor. She's talking to someone from the lab. She's talking to a patient's family member. But what if the reality was she's actually on the phone with her boyfriend and they're just talking about their weekend plans? You're not feeling frustrated if you don't know what the conversation's about and you're thinking these other thoughts about what she's doing and that it's appropriate at work. Okay. And again, it's okay for you to have thoughts that what people are doing isn't appropriate, that you don't approve of it, that maybe you want to have a conversation with them. I'm not saying we have to get rid of them. Okay. I, I really want to make that clear. I'm not saying we have to get rid of those thoughts, but it's 
our thoughts creating it, right? So even if she were on the phone with her boyfriend, because you'd be having different thoughts, like, oh, she's working right now. She's busy. She's doing what she's supposed to. Those thoughts are creating your feelings of approval or whatever it is you're feeling. Okay. So it's really important that you keep the accountability because if you want to feel something different, if you want a different experience of your coworker and your job, then that's in your power. If you own your emotions, if you own control of the puppet strings, right? So I said, notice that all of those are just thoughts, right? So as they answer all those questions, notice that all of those are just thoughts. They're not facts. And they're the reason you feel frustrated. Okay. And then I went on to have them plug it into the coaching model that we use in Boldner Society. So I'm not going to explain that to you here, but for those of you in Boldner Society, you can imagine what those, what the model would play out as, right? If you're thinking this person isn't a good teammate, I want you to just take a second. If you're one of my Boldner Society members, think of what model that would create for you. We know exactly what result that's going to create. If you think this person's a bad teammate. We know what that's going to lead to, right? So what I want you to know is we don't have to be mad at our coworker for being on their phone. We don't have to be frustrated and irritated and annoyed. When we think that they're the cause of our frustration, then we kind of get mad at them, right? We're like, I can't have the experience I want to during my shift because of you. You're making me mad and annoyed. Or we think because you're not helping, I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. But guess what? Just like I helped you take the ownership back over your emotions from your coworker, we can also take the ownership back over our emotions from our patients and from our tasks at work. Just in that same way, right? Like, when we think our coworker is the puppet master over our emotions, then they have all the power. But we do that same thing with the other things during our shift. We give it to our patients. We're like, okay, patient who is really anxious and angry and frustrated right now, I want you to now hold the strings and decide how my puppet's going to feel, how I'm going to feel during this shift. And so they're swearing at us or they're demanding and asking for pain medications over and over and over again and telling us we're not doing a good job or whatever it is. And because we think it's how they're behaving that's making us feel how we do, it's like we've given them control over the puppet and we're like, okay, how am I going to feel this shift, patient? Tell me. Let me know. How's this shift going to feel for me? And we feel so powerless because we're the puppet. And we do it with our tasks too. However many orders are in the chart, we give that the power over how we feel. We're like, okay, chart and patient acuity. Now you're in charge of my emotions. Tell me if I'm going to feel overwhelmed. Tell me if I'm going to feel stressed out. Tell me if I'm going to feel busy or incompetent. We're handing it all over to the situation during our shift. It's like, okay, tell me what my experience is going to be today. And again, we're powerless. So just like we can take back the ownership over our emotions from our coworker, we can take it back from our patients. We can take it back from our situation during our shift, the orders, what's going on. And we can decide, 
Am I going to feel busy today? Am I going to feel overwhelmed today? Am I going to feel irritated? Am I going to feel judgmental? Am I going to feel fulfilled? Am I going to feel connected? Am I going to feel love or joy? See how you get to decide? And I know it takes some help. So in this Ask Abby Anything, I offered some replacement thoughts. But here's the thing. We don't want to rush to these thoughts. Like This is why jumping on a coaching call is so useful because it helps us loosen up the old thoughts, kind of like wiggling out a tooth. Like, you know what? This needs to come out. But instead of just trying to yank out a tooth, which is going to hurt, it's just like a gentle little... Maybe this is a terrible analogy because it sounds painful, (laughs) but it's like this gentle, loving, not painful wiggle, (laughs) right? And I guess, you know what? Sometimes it can feel a little bit uncomfortable loosening up old thoughts, not in a physical sense, like getting a tooth removed, but we do have something called cognitive dissonance that comes up when we're coaching where we've been thinking about something a certain way for a long time. And offering other ideas and ways to think about it feels a little bit uncomfortable because it contradicts what we've believed in the past. So there is a little bit of mental discomfort, but that mental discomfort leads to a whole lot of relief. Because as we loosen up those old thoughts and, and find thoughts that ring true to us, that we can actually believe it's not just like, let's just believe we love that our coworker sits on our phone during our shift. That's not how it works, right? But we can find a thought that feels better to us that we can go to and that's going to help us get a whole bunch of relief. So when we go to our shift, our coworker might be on our phone and we can feel calm if we want to. We can feel curious if we want to. We can feel confused if we want to. We can feel determined if we want to. We can feel whatever we want to when we keep the ownership of our emotions. Now, we're not going to be robots. We're not going to be like, this is so wonderful. I love that she's on her phone every second. Sometimes we're going to choose thoughts that make us feel frustrated or annoyed. But you're in charge of that, not your coworker. Okay, so you can decide who do I want to be? What do I want to think in this situation? What do I want to do? I'm going to keep control over all of that. Maybe I want to ask for help. Maybe I don't. Maybe I want to sit down and have a conversation with her. Maybe I don't. That's all up to me. Okay? Your job is to keep the ownership over all of that. And if you decide to think and believe thoughts that create respect or curiosity or concern for you or this coworker, then if you decide to have those conversations or ask for help, it's going to come out totally differently than if you're trying to pretend and cover up feeling judgmental and frustrated, right? So you take the power back. You decide what experience you want to have of this coworker. You get to decide what that is. And then you get to decide how you show up during your shifts. And that is all the power you need. Okay, my friends, so there is some food for thought if you have been in this situation before, or even if you haven't, let's practice taking the ownership back over our emotions. 
whether you're giving the power to your coworkers, to your patients, to the orders, to your family members, to your manager, to the weather, whatever you're giving the power of over your emotions, let's practice taking that all back. All right? Now, for those of you in Bold Nurse Society, you've got Ask Abby Anything right at your fingertips. It's just a few clicks away. So anytime you have something come up that you need some help with, that you have questions about, whether it's in your personal life, nursing related, wherever you're getting stuck, feel free to send me your questions. And for those of you who aren't in Bold Nurse Society, come join us in there so you can access this. So you can access the Ask Abby Anything vault and you can bring me your own questions. So I'm opening up the doors to Bold Nurse Society so you can jump in as we get into October and our monthly class will be coming out. We've got lots of good stuff for you in there. So head to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info, as in Bold Nurse Society info. And you've got to type the W's with my site, all right? So actually type the W's into the URL, www. I've been working on getting it fixed. I know it's <laughs> just kind of just a little thing to remember. It's not hard to do, but I've been working on getting it fixed and no one's been able to figure it out yet. So just type those W's in so you can get to the right page, www dot thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info. Come hang out with us in Bold Nurse Society. It will change your life. Not just your relationship with nursing, it will help you manage the stress and find more fulfillment there, but it literally will change all parts of your life. I've seen it firsthand. So get in there before doors close. It's only going to be open for a couple days and I'd be bummed for you if you miss it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you later. Take care.